Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. So um, Melissa and I have been talking that we feel like it's time for like a really just fun episode. You know, especially, you know, last episode that we talked about was really serious and a little bit heavy and you know, we loved it. We believe in everything we've shared, but, and it's timely because we're talking about summer plans. Yeah. So we thought, you know, let's do something a little bit lighter. That's something that's on our mind. And we have friends and family reaching out to us about their summer plans, wanting to come out and visit. So we're like, I think it's on everyone's minds or a lot of people's minds right now, like looking to the summer. And so we thought we'd shoot this episode right now. And this episode is called bring back the road trips or bringing back the road trip. And I think it's kind of a lost art, you know, like you think about the old movies and families loading up in the car and going on road trips. Yeah. It reminds me of the movie cars. <laughs> that was really Route like, 66. Yeah. Right. When we had um, our first, right when we had Tate, our first little boy. So we watched that, but yeah, the old, the old route 66 family is hitting the road and just, I don't know. Being exploring, exploring America, totally the USA. And it's interesting. We set our, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on an episode, but we set our kids down maybe a couple years ago and it was part of a broader discussion. But one of the questions we asked is what is your all time favorite vacation we've ever done as a family? And, um, a road trip to San Francisco was like first or second. And then other road trips were in some of their top, like even more than like Disney world or these extravagant vacations. And so first of all, we want to talk about like why road trips, because we're really big believers in road trips. We want to make a case. <laughs> we want it to be a non-negotiable that every one of you listening to this goes on a road trip this summer following a strategy we're going to give you that will make it really, really awesome. A strategy that's not really a strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a plan out. that has no plans. <laughs> um, but there's several things that we've experienced that we the reason we believe so much in road trips is it really is an opportunity to connect as a family and then also just individually with different members of your family in a way that's just not the same or not possible like on an airplane or on these bigger extravagant vacations. Yeah. I Things I love about road trips are, well, okay, let's be honest. It's like a love-hate sometimes, especially if your kids are really small. It can be it can be very challenging. Road trips can be very challenging. But I think it takes a little preparation. But overall, like Chris said, looking back now, it is those trips that the kids talk about and remember. Um, yeah, and I think also it's just, it's an amazing time to – I mean, we, we listen to so much music and explore new music. We listen to books on tape. We listen to, you know, stories on different podcasts. It's just, there's so much that it allows us to connect, not just individually, but like ideas and topics to connect around. And I think it just has this more relaxed nature 
to it. Like the whole idea of, um, of a road trip. And to me, the biggest thing I like about it is I haven't experienced any other type of vacation as a family that's as adventurous as a road trip. It does. It does feel adventurous. And I couldn't remember what I was going to say a minute ago, but the other thing I like about them is, you know, if you go on a road trip that is kind of outside of city boundaries, which most road trips are, um, you kind of lose cell phone perception. And I love that about road trips too. Yeah. Which by the way, that, that can be one of your intentions when you're on a road trip is that you're not, everyone's not in the same car, just on their cell phones the entire time. So we've had some discussions about that. Yeah. I love it. So we just moved from Arizona. Um, but in Arizona, we used to live about two and a half hours from Chris's parents. And so we would go visit them. I don't know, every couple months, probably we go stay the weekend with them. And there's always this, there's this one spot on our drive where we'd always lose reception. And I always like loved getting to that spot. Cause then I knew like, Chris had to be off any calls he was making the kids. We could put on a movie for them because we like to do that to help the time go by a little faster. But then I knew that Chris and I would have time to like connect. I would also say that Melissa and I, we've recognized that some of the most meaningful conversations we've ever had in our life about creation and goals and dreams and possibilities are on road trips. Just for us, there's something about just being out on the open road where it just seems like you're out in like there's space, meaning you get outside the city limits, you have space. And there's something about that. I think energetically that gives you space mentally to like to think and dream and not just be stuck in the confines of like your home or an airplane or a resort or a town, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It is something though. So we're going to, okay. So this is how, how we're going to give you a plan that really has, the plan is to not have a plan that can have a magical road trip. And and this is how it started for us. So a few years ago, I got asked by a client of mine to come speak at their national sales convention. And it was going to be in San Francisco. So of course I say yes, without running it by Melissa or consulting the family calendar. And I was in the day I was speaking was a Wednesday. Well, just so happens it was the Wednesday of spring break. So I committed to being in San Francisco in the dead center of spring break. So we were looking at all kinds of solutions of, you know, doing a spring break, you know, half of a spring break before that. And then I go up there or after. And at the last minute, I just get this idea to like, I convinced Melissa, like, let's just get an RV and just go to San Francisco. Which we're not an RV family. We don't own an RV. Like We, we had never rented one. No. <laughs> so that alone was like, well, I don't know. And then Indy was like four months old. Not even. She had just been born the previous, the end of November. So she was, she was like a newborn. Trip wasn't even two yet. Plus the other three kids. It was. It did feel like a lot when you proposed it, and I was like, uh, okay. Even look back now, I'm like, we were crazy. Like, <laughs> but I remember that picture you took of. Remember that picture you have on Instagram that you posted of us, and like, it's just chaos. And he's a little baby on your lap. Yeah, and like, she's laying on the on the bed because I would have to like nurse her in the back. And- <laughs> It was wild. So it took some convincing and Melissa just being awesome. Like she always is. She was down. And then it just progressively got better in my opinion, but also probably for Melissa was like, well, okay, now we've really lost our minds. Cause at the first we were like, totally like, Oh yeah, we'll bring a TV. We'll get one of those, you know, adapters to plug a TV in and, you know, pass some time with movies. Cause we have a bunch of little kids. And then we're like, 
we even we even went and bought a TV specifically for the RV. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah, we from Best Buy. Out there, and we're trying to figure out how we're going to hook it up and attach it. Yeah, I remember that. And then we started talking like, well, well, what do we want to create with this trip? Like, and I think Melissa was like, well, I want it to be different than what we'd normally do. And so we're like, okay, let's not do a TV, which meant we were signing up for like lots of lots of interactions, lots of conversations, lots of entertaining, uh, lots of books. And and then from there, I was like, well, what if we? It was the first time we'd ever thought about this. We 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 had done road trips before. And we love road trips, but the way we road trip now was influenced by this particular trip to San Francisco. And the thought we had was, what if we don't pick an exact route? Because normally, the conventional, like logical thing to do would be like you plug in Google Maps or Apple Maps, like directions, and you take the most efficient route there. And what we decided to do instead was like, well, what if we? We know we got to go a little bit west. We know we got to go a little bit north. But what if we just kind of meander our way there based on things we want to experience, sites we want to see, places we want to eat, and we never think more than a day ahead. And we never have a plan for where we're going to spend the night. Like, well, basically, the plan is to have no plan. Which I'm trying, I'm thinking, okay, if, if someone's listening to this and they don't know what the United States look like looks like it's we were going from phoenix essentially to san francisco which is what like a 15 or 16 hour drive probably if yeah you go straight yeah but yeah if you, probably the most efficient way yeah so then it, but what was cool is just that decision alone had us start to think like well what do we want to experience because normally you don't think like that. It's just like, well, let's get there and then let's let, then let's have the experience. Pick the fastest route. Yeah. And I think what we realized that we've been missing out on all these road trips is like the journey getting there is as much as part of the experience as the place you're going. And you can create like these mini vacations like all throughout the whole trip. And so the first thought was, okay, we always go to California and we always drive right by Joshua Tree National Park. Cause it's, you got to like pull off the main highway and go into the park, you know, but it's so much easier just to go buy it. And it totally does remind me of cars. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the movie that our boys love and our, all, all our kids love all the cars movies, but how, when they built the freeway, people just bypassed Reed Eater Springs, right? Yeah. But people used to travel along route 66. So that was the first thought. And we had no plan beyond Joshua tree. And so I remember it's like, we pulled into Joshua tree at right the perfect sunset. right at the, at the perfect time which yeah. we wouldn't have known and for those of you who have been in joshua tree you know what i'm talking about for those of you who haven't the further you pull into joshua tree there's these amazing joshua trees these massive rocks and boulders that just like appear out of it looks like you're on another planet yeah it really does and it is like so beautiful in the most unexpected crazy way unearthly way or something yeah yeah it's like you've entered another realm <laughs> and we get into this, you know, we find a parking lot where these huge boulders and we open up the RV and our kids just run for hours on these rocks. Like it's it, amazing how much a pile of rocks can entertain children. I've realized. Yeah. And we, 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 we were just mesmerized by this place mm-hmm. like till dark. And then we're like, well, where do we want to sleep? Because again, the the plan was you you can't decide where you're staying the night until like I'm like let's stay the night here in the park, you know. And and 
last summer or the summer before we went and did a several day camping trip in Joshua tree that all stemmed from though this. Yeah. We never would have, we never would have known how cool Joshua tree was if we hadn't passed through it. Yeah, I think it was fall break 2019. So then we woke up the next day and we're like, well, okay, now where do we want to go? And again, we, we kind of knew we had to go again a little bit further West and North. So then well, this thing, a, an unexpected thing that started happening was, well, what if we pick where we're going to go next based on like a little cafe that has the best reviews? Let's find the, let's find a cafe in the next town that's the best reviews. And that'll determine like what town we stop in next. And so that's what we did. And we love food. And another th- decision we made is we will not eat at any chains on this entire trip. And we won't eat anywhere we've already eaten before. So everything will be a new experience. The food, the, the sites, the, the tourism, like whatever we do. Which I would highly recommend that. We still do that, actually. We hardly ever eat at a chain when we're on a road trip. And we've also made a rule that anytime we're on a road trip, we don't eat anywhere that we've already eaten before. Yeah, you're right. And so, again, a lot of... So, we just ate at the coolest places that we would have never otherwise experienced. Um, it So, okay. Sometimes it did backfire, though. Do you remember... Is we were, as we were leaving Joshua Tree, so we didn't spend the, the night in Joshua Tree because we didn't have a reservation. So we went out of Joshua Tree and we went to that pizza place. Oh, that's right. I, that's right. We didn't spend the night in Joshua Tree. We we had to stay just outside of Joshua Tree. But the pizza the pizza was good, but it took forever, and our kids were miserable and like. Yeah, so sometimes it backfires, but <laughs> <laughs> but we remember it. Yeah, and so so the way we would pick the next place again is we would kind of go in a general direction. And then Melissa was just amazing at this. She, she would, she would find like, okay, best place to eat breakfast, best places to eat lunch, best place to eat dinner. But then she would also just like start looking up like best attractions in this little tiny town. And we found some of the most random coolest things that our kids still talk about to this day, like the gum wall in San Luis Obispo. Yeah. It's called, I think bubble gum alley or something. And you literally chew up gum <laughs> and you put it on the wall. And it's kind of like, you know, gross for some people because it's like this like tiny alley covered in just pe- people's chewed up gum. And our kids thought it was the coolest thing ever. But isn't that all? I'm just thinking about COVID. Do you think they still let you do that right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but isn't that the town too where we get that most amazing um, that bread? bread? Mm-hmm. So, we, so we went to this. So again, we looked up like best place to eat breakfast in town. And it was this acai bowl place that amazing acai bowls. And then they had this most amazing bread. They had like a savory bread with like peanut butter and like straw or a sweet bread with peanut butter and strawberries. And then they had like an, an avocado toast with like avocado and eggs. Yeah, it was delicious. And we'd love the bread so much that we asked like, Hey, we love this bread. They're like, Oh, well there's a, we get it from a local bakery. So we swung through town and stopped at the local bakery and got a few loaves of the bread to, for our road trip. Never, I'm like, I want to go on that road trip right now. <laughs> like, wasn't it so fun now that I'm like talking about it and we're reliving it? It was really fun. Yeah. And I, but that was the fun thing is we just didn't know. It'd be like, we would see on the map, okay, this town's coming up. Let's start, one of us would start researching like the cool things to do there. And then we just pick one or two and just go for it. Yeah, and, and sometimes the, the the next town coming up, meaning like we, we could detour for 45 minutes over to this town or go to this. 
So it was a cool way to also wind your way up to, and that's kind of how we looked at it. Like, let's wind our way up to San Francisco. Like, let's not just go a straight shot. Now, the thing that would not have a family usually do something like that, though, is they're like, oh, it's going to take you longer to get there. But what if getting there isn't the focus? What if having these really awesome experiences along the way is part of the focus as well? Another thing we'd have never done, which was probably one of the highlights for me, is we the tour of the Hearst Castle. Mm-hmm. That wasn't on the plan when we left. That wasn't even on the plan like the day before. Like, again, we just, oh, I heard that there's this, Melissa like was researching, there's this Hearst Castle and it's got this really cool story. We should go see it. And then we found an RV park nearby that we could rent a spot in. And again, just really random. We discovered Kaylee Campgrounds that trip. We had some friends that had told us about it. The Adamsons, our friends, the Adamsons, they always have had told us about how cool KOE campgrounds were. So we were like, okay, let's, let's check them out. We found some really cool KOE campgrounds. You can, you can usually take, usually most KOEs, they have RV sites and they have just tent camping, but some of them have really cool attractions inside of the campground. This one we stayed at, it had a huge trampoline thing for the kids. Totally. They have like little little um, camp shops where you can just stock up on little camping type food and supplies. Yeah. Do you remember any other ones that you can't remember either? It was awesome though. Yeah. So then, so then we finally make it into San Francisco, which was a trip, by the way, driving this massive RV in the city of San Francisco. We had no idea what we were in for. Like Melissa would literally have to like push the rear view mirror out for two seconds, pull it back in. It was a mistake. Do not take your RV. Into the heart of San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco. People were looking at us like, what? They were already looking at us kind of we kind of like we we're crazy. And then we opened up the door and like seven of us pile out. <laughs> and it was like the hillbillies had come to come to town. Yeah. Okay, wait, I'm gonna back up one second. Because we we took the Pacific Coast Highway. Mm. That was kind of like our underlying something that I wanted to see and do a little bit more of so it was just so beautiful such a beautiful drive just up kind of this road kind of hugs the coast of california going up into northern california the road part of it ended up being closed because of some flooding maybe yeah some some road work or something but that was a blessing in disguise too because we went and saw some things we wouldn't have seen here yeah we had to go around a little bit but i just wanted to interject that but that is a cool drive the Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. Another thing that we, um, well, I'll circle back to this and kind of talk about some of our recommendations of how you could create this, whether it's an RV trip that's a whole week or it's even just an overnight. So we get into San Francisco and again, it was just, I found this parking lot somehow in downtown that would let me rent four spaces, (laughs) four park, four car spaces. And it was really, it was really cool to get out of the RV and park it for a couple days. And we didn't rent another car and we just kind of Ubered and just explored San Francisco and walked around. And it was, yeah. And we stayed, we did that because you were doing your presentation or whatever those, those couple days. So we had like a home base at the hotel where we were staying. Yeah. But, and, and San Francisco, we had an absolute ball. Like we, we did Alcatraz. We ate really great food. We went down to the wharf. Like we did a lot of things you would do in San Francisco. And I will say though, that like, the little vacations like that I look at now, the little vacations we had along the way and the little vacations we had on the way home were as fun as San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like it was all just like one big experience. Um, and the other cool thing is 
when you take a road trip that's longer in nature like that, it was like Melissa and I came up with, I believe, some of the most profound insights and ideas about like parenting and the future of our family on that road trip. Cause we spent so much time together up front, you know, our kids would go sleep and like, and then the other thing was I didn't plan this at all, but it just happened that one of my kids would always just drift, drift up into the passenger seat and just sit next to me and talk to me for hours. And sometimes like I'd be driving late at night and one of them would wake up and just, and I had some of the coolest, most meaningful like conversations with each of my kids and with Melissa and like when we were at the K-Way campground, for example, because we didn't have a TV and because we didn't have like sometimes reception, we were forced to just be a family and connect. And it was just really, it was just really special trip. Okay. So practically like, again, non-negotiable, you have to go on a road trip this summer and the plan is to have no plan. So what could that look like? Literally you could go on an overnight trip. Not even completely just be like, okay, we, you could have a destination where you want to end up, of course, like we did, but not have like a specific route to get there. In fact, like take, like go off the beaten path, like take the long way around really would encourage you not to have a plan of where you're going to stay that night. Like every night we just kind of would stop wherever we kind of drifted in. Or if we knew there was a breakfast place, we really wanted like a cafe. We wanted to try that morning. We'd be like, Oh, let's stay the night in this town. So tomorrow we can eat at this place. So even if you did an overnight trip, my advice would be to do that. And when you drift into wherever you're drifting into, find a cool old motel with like a really cool story or like get something on Airbnb, like, like go outside of like the holiday inn or the Marriott or the, the safe, the safe bet. (laughs) Yeah. And we've, we've, we've had, we've explored so many cool little towns and found things like, like that we'd never otherwise found that way. So how could you do this? Well, yeah, you could just take your car and, stay in a hotel or motel or like an Airbnb, you could camp, you know, just camp along the way, do a combination of both. I really am a big fan now of RVs and RV like trips after having done something like that. I can't wait to do another one with our family. Um, I like what you said earlier about it doesn't even have to be a long, a long road trip. You know, if you can't make that work, I think about how many things just in, you know, I'm talking Arizona now, but how many things just in our state that we haven't explored that we could totally make a road trip to see some of these like Chris, you guys, he's never seen the grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> We've lived in Arizona. He lived in Arizona like his entire life. And he still hasn't seen the grand Canyon. So road trip. That would be the perfect road trip for us. But I think there's little things like that. Sometimes your own state, you just kind of take it for granted. You've lived there your whole life and don't have never seen some of the, things your own state or your own, you know, city area has to offer. Yeah. The other thing I would say is I think it can be really fun. I think it, I, th- I think it would be fun for you, for you to have the intention of like, okay, we're not going to eat at any chains. Cause it forces you to like find little mom and pop places and other places you would never try. Or maybe it's like, okay, we're not going to eat anywhere we've eaten before. Like you just find these little things to make it interesting. And, and again, I think it's all done in the spirit as I'm realizing is it's all done in the spirit of adventure. It takes, it takes a vacation and it turns it into adventure or it takes a trip and turns it into an adventure when you're willing to just take the long way around or not have a specific route or not, not know exactly where you're going to wind up that night. Um, and yeah, it can backfire and you can have some challenges, but like our kids remember that trip and so many little experiences on that trip. Like I'll remember it forever. 
do you remember? Okay, so fast forwarding this, we'd loved how that trip went. And so we really have applied a lot of those things that we've kind of fell into on that trip. We've applied them into how we vacation. Um, so do you remember, this is the next, the following summer, I believe, we stopped at, we were road tripping between Utah and Las Vegas, and we stopped at the Bambi. Do you remember the Bambi restaurant? <laughs> yeah, I love that restaurant. And <laughs> we did never stop there. We had never stopped there. It's this this really small town. I don't, I don't even remember off the top of my head. What Beaver, Utah. Oh, in Beaver, Utah. Okay. And it has this big Bambi, like, billboard signage. And it's this coolest little diner that we just, like, popped into. And it was a blast from the past. It was, like, we walked in and it was, the people eating there have probably been eating at that restaurant <laughs> for 50 years. All of them. Wood paneling. Like the restaurant's original decor, like it hasn't been updated since whenever, probably in the 40s, 50s. 50s yeah. <laughs> but it was good. It yeah. Was really good. Yeah. You'll like, I'll never remember the time I ate at like Subway or Jack in the Box or, you know what I mean? Like, but I'll never forget like eating at the Bambi. Totally. Or the, the la this summer, this last summer, when we, we did a road trip to um, the Grand Tetons, Yellowstone. And again, we we had some friends come with us to Smith's or some of our best friends, but we really enrolled them in our vision of like making, making the journey part of the vacation, not just these destinations of like the Grand Tetons and Yellowstone. We had so much fun. And on the way home, again, we're like, okay, do we push all the way through and get to like Salt Lake or somewhere in Utah? And then Melissa and I are like, we found this coolest little town called Soda Springs. And it's got these natural hot springs let's pull over. <laughs> like <laughs> let's stay the night in soda Springs and get a hotel. And we stayed in the sketchiest, like but funny, like we have some funny stories about this sketchy Airbnb we stayed in. And, but then the next day we went and swam in these natural hot Springs. It was just like, it was a, one of the highlights of the whole trip. Yeah. It was really fun and not plant. Like we never, at the beginning of the trip, we didn't ever plan to stay there. It just happened. Yeah, that well, again, uh, that trip, other than like knowing kind of we, we're going to get to Utah, but we have no no set way to get there, or like what it's got to look like. We know we're going to get to Yellowstone. Just can make it so much more adventurous and random and really fun. And you just, you just discover what I would call just little gems all along the way from places to eat, sites to see, um, just little experiences, just really random gum walls. <laughs> like bubblegum alley. And so I, I would love to just, yeah, like go on a road trip this summer. We're going to go on this summer. We're committed to going on regularly now, and whether it's big or small, I'd love to just have you apply some of these principles and just see like, how could you take uh, the road trip and just make it as adventurous as possible? Yeah. And I love that, you know, there, there's still some uncertainty around travel. We were looking at, you know, where could we vacation this summer? And there's still a lot of places that are hard to get to, hard to travel. But I love the idea of the road trip because it's doable. Like you can, anyone can hit a little road trip, whether it's, you know, a town over or it's a few days. I think it's totally achievable this summer. Yeah. And, and that's, what's been inspiring. You know, I think for a lot of people, one of the underlying like silver linings of COVID has been more families are like, Oh, well, since I can work from anywhere, then I can work from anywhere. You know, and you're seeing more families like 
it's woke up like this adventurous spirit in, in a lot of families, whether it's like being more adventurous around home projects and building chicken coops from scratch like we did or going on a road trip. So yeah, it's like there's no better time. It's totally vacation you can control and make make it whatever you want. Bring back the road trip this summer, guys. And if you do go, we seriously, like, I would love to know like what you ended up doing, where you went, what you tried, what you experimented with, so we can steal some of your ideas. Have fun. Hey there, thanks for listening to today's episode. To show our appreciation, we want to offer you a free gift. We have an incredible online course you can get now by going to familybrand.com or by following the link in the show notes. And while you're there at familybrand.com, be sure to follow us on social media so that we can go on this journey together. Lastly, if this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you share it with another powerful family in your life and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. We will see you in the next episode.